Okay, we found a good enough Wi-Fi signal, so we are live. Are we playing music, Nate? Are we playing music? I can't hear the intro music. This oh, is wow. the problem with on-ground production. <laughs> but we're going to talk about Honda's earnings. Uh, the reign of fame, as we're calling it, and sky-high demon prices. There you go. <laughs> my voice is already shot. <laughs> my voice, I'm like, Phew. I can get real But low. it is. I will say, we're out here at Used Car Week. We're hanging out. We're with a lot of people. You can eat outside in November, apparently, in Phoenix. I had a really which is weird a- experience yesterday. <laughs> It was 80 degrees and sunny. Don't feel bad for us. And we walk into a Starbucks, and everything is Christmas, Christmas. red and pumpkin spice. Like, this is all wrong. I was like, this should not be allowed. It is not Christmas here. It is not Thanksgiving so here. There is no yeah. pumpkin spice in Phoenix. There's no pumpkin but there was. Spice. There I, is. I didn't have it. Though. And someone had a pumpkin spice, but we wouldn't do it. No, but uh, Used Car Week is buzzing. It was our first one. Yeah. Our first day. They said it's their largest attendance since like the mid-teens years they they there's over over 15 over 1400 people here um uh, a lot and and it's interesting like a, a lot of the conferences that we go to the desires to get a lot of dealers out and they have that same desire um but there's actually a lot of intention put around like the remarketing space and then we heard that a ton of the conversations from stage actually were around repos and what it's doing to financial uh, companies. all the repo yeah. companies are here connecting yep. with banks yep which is a really important indicator for by the time we hear about it three po people are here connected with the banks that yes. means there's a need exactly yeah. yeah i mean we didn't we didn't talk about the story but the fact that consumer credit card debt has hit an all-time high it's yep. like 1.04 trillion something like that like all the savings is gone the credit card bills are high so i mean definitely the repo guys are at used car week. Yes. The other really cool thing that we saw yesterday was actually there's a lot of, because it's a used car uh, conference and because it, it spans not just like what dealers are doing, but starts to span into just what consumers want. Um, there was a cool company with like speakers that they reinvented they had, the subwoofer. They totally like reinvented a wireless, a wireless subwoofer. We're going to check that demo out today. We didn't get to see it yesterday, but it's we'll like, try and bring you that. It's like a briefcase size subwoofer that's battery powered. Unbelievable. I talked to the guy behind that can run for like five days. I talked to him about it yesterday. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I'll tell you more about it later. Um, so we're at Used Car Week uh, today. We're going. We're not going to be able to live stream. The, the yeah. internet is just not up wah, to par wah, wah, wah. at the podcast stage. We recorded some content yesterday with a few folks. Uh, we're going to be recording some more content after the Navicon Cup. Kyle's going to be one of the guest judges with some folks from CarMax and AutoTech. AutoTech Auto Ventures, Ventures. And then... Uh, Oh, I can't. Just one more. I'm losing. No it. disrespect. Sorry, but yes. but uh, we're gonna as soon as the winner is announced, we're gonna move right over to the podcast stage, and we'll bring you the winner. We'll probably upload it so that Nathan can uh, run it tomorrow or run it today, uh, later on. No, not today. We're on. Not uh, today. We're on Mountain. We're, mountain. Time. we're on mountain It's time. basically midnight Eastern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's talk about some news before we get back to uh, the show and go uh, try to bring you some more content. So Honda, uh, Honda. We haven't talked about Honda. We haven't Hawaii. talked about Honda. Yeah. They're raising their full year earnings forecast due to strong U.S. sales, uh, stable supply of semiconductors. Remember we were talking about those so much. Haven't, All the time. I haven't even said the word semiconductor. I know. In like six months. Isn't that wild? We, it just was we like said it every day. Rage. We said it every day. And now it's like, meh, you know, yeah, it's, it's just, true. It's working. Uh, good exchange rates. Uh, despite the U.S. softening demand, Honda's doing well. Their Q2 profit rose by 31% due to higher volumes and improved pricing. Uh, and remember, their Q2, their uh, end of fiscal year is March. So their Q2 is our Q3. So right. just know so, like, yeah, that's why the that earnings report weird. is right yeah, now. One, yeah. one Q off. 
Um, you know, they have their stable semiconductors being made. No problem. Cars are moving through the factory. Uh, they actually are to sell 25,000 fewer vehicles in North America, uh, as anticipated. Yep. And so there you go. Less cars. Operating profit is up. Up. So, and right? so there was a couple things. The reason why the operating profit is up. I mean, the, the, they're anticipating 25,000 less than what they projected, but it's still up year over year. And, and actually the, the growth in deliveries in the North American market up uh, 40% in, in their, in, in their last quarter is contributing to the growth. And the bigger thing is, is the strong dollar and falling yen is actually contributing massively to their profit margins because they're, yeah. they're us sales. Yes, oh. exactly. Isn't that interesting? Like the dollar is really strong right now in, in a lot ways. of markets across the world. And so, uh, they're actually reaping the benefits of that. Plus the fact that there's so much, there's been so much pent up demand here. Actually, their, their Asian sales are actually down in their Asian markets, but the, 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 the demand in, is, in the U S is because yeah. it's not dollar exactly. based. There you go. Macro global economics. Speaking of dollar base. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So just when we thought it was over, UAW Sean, uh, President Sean Fain announced he was going to make an aggressive push to organize. He needs something to do with all the aggression. (laughs) He's something to do with it now. I can't insult Jim Farley anymore. Uh, Aggressive push to organize non-union U.S. auto plants. I hope you can hear that play that's... Wah, it's coming right oh, over. It's actually like a Magnum yeah. PI-style helicopter. Um, <laughs> so uh, an aggressive push to organize non-union U.S. auto plants leveraging their new contracts in Detroit um, and Toyota's recent wage hikes to rally people to sign up yeah. to be a part of the union. Um, so, you know, Toyota, we talked about it earlier this week, added, or maybe it was late last week, added a 9% uh, wage increase voluntarily. And so uh, Sean Fain says, and we quote, when we return to the bargaining table in 2028, it won't just be with the big three, but with the big five or big six. He's like, we're coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> he said, we're going to pull out all stops. We're going to leverage any, uh, leverage every avenue we can, and we're going to find creative ways to get to workers which sounds a little dicey, said we're going to employ everything we can to support workers and give them what they need. They also cited that there's been a lot of like workers at those plants that have reached out to the UAW asking them. They said hundreds, you know, there's no specific number, but I can imagine, look, if I'm, if I'm paying attention to this market, and this is why I think th- that he's saying, and I think appropriately that Toyota had to make these wage increases. When you look across, if you're in the auto space, and you're paying attention to what's happening at other factories, you are paying attention to the fact that the UAW just got, not you, but uh, all of your friends in, in, in these plants, massive wage increases. You're like, hmm, maybe there's a space. Well, Toyota, Toyota, I think they'll have a hard time with Toyota. Yeah, they will. Yep. I mean, well, and because Toyota, um, in, in many southern states, actually, you it, it's it's a lot harder because of like right to, the way the right-to-work laws are put. Yep. Um, it's a lot harder to unionize. Um, and so... Uh, it will be a kind of an uphill battle for a lot of the manufacturers that actually reside more in the in the south. The majority of the big three reside more in the north, and so they don't deal with a lot of that. When, and they can't. That's unionize. a really interesting dynamic. Well, it's obvious that he's got another hill to climb. You know what they say about power? <laughs> you know what they say about power? And he's got his team. He's got like AOC's former people, all the political like let's get people nice and angry about yes. a thing. He's already starting in 2028. He's, right. he's oh, like he's 2028. 2028. I'm already tired. I'm already We're gonna tired. We're going to be done podcasting by 2028. We'll <laughs> hand it off to someone. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the next ship. Like you talk about Grandpa Sean. Right. There you uh, go. speaking of uh, it can't be Grandpa uh, Sean. 
Steven, speaking of things power. That, speaking of power, power see? See what so I did there? One. One. So here, if you thought a $10,000 market adjustment bump during COVID was high, right? Everyone's putting these $10,000 bumps. A Dodge dealership in Maryland, Dark Cars, has set a staggering asking price of $386,321. So a lot of numbers. <laughs> For the limited edition Challenger Demon 170, which is significantly over its MSRP, which is appropriately 96666 right? Yes, exactly. All right, so there's a picture. I don't know. Okay, we have a picture of the bump sticker. There it is. Or the, the, the window sticker, sticker up there. All right, we'll read it for you if you're not watching. So you have like the MSRP price at the top and all this stuff. This one had like some other features on it. And then we have the old Dark Cars Assurance. There it right? is. You want that extra The old 2495 bump sticker. 2495 And then we have, of course, the dealer processing fee Naturally. on top of that, 500 And here's the kicker. <laughs> you don't buy a $386,000 car without springing for the $195 wheel locks. Keep them wheel lockers on that I'm sucker. I'm sure it's going to be parked in all kinds of shady areas, this one. Um, so the adjusted market price is up uh, $250,000, leading to the full price of three hundred eighty-six. Right. three twenty-one. Wow. wow. They only made 3,300 of these. And okay. we know when they announced it, Scott Simon's phone was ringing off the hook. Everybody wanted to get one. And apparently, if you got one, maybe it's your payday. You think someone's going to buy it? <sighs> Probably. That's what's crazy. Someone's going to buy it. Probably, maybe not exactly for that price, but probably close. They should negotiate the wheel locks. I, yeah, just like go in and be like, I'm not paying for the wheel locks, right? Um, <laughs> you got to feel like you won something. Yeah, you got to win something. This is, it's it's tough because for me, you look at this and you're like, hey, look, if someone's willing to pay that, that's market demand, right? Yep. Um, but I, I just, I can't get around my head around that type of market adjustment on a vehicle, even if demand supports it. Like, what? Uh, someone's got to come in and pay cash for that thing because- there's no one financing that, right? Like, it, well, it, some it, someone is, and look, if if an individual bought this for MSRP, the individual would be doing the same thing, right? If that's what the market demands, exactly, they would be marking it up. So it's absolutely you, know, you got to follow the market. Um, it's just it's just a funny it's one. It's, it's a funny just one. a funny one. So uh, <laughs> the Jalopnik article, the writer of the article said, "I got an idea. You can get a base model Challenger for thirty two four sixty five. And a 1,025 horsepower elephant crate motor for just over 27 grand. He goes, just build your own for 60 grand. <laughs> so the Jalopnik article, if you want to, click into the show notes. It's fun to it's read. It's a fun like Jalopnik holds holds no uh, holds no punches. They went for it. Yeah, um, ton of fun. So. Yeah, so that's it for the day. Uh, we're just suiting up. So I know it's late to release the podcast in the live stream today, but it's only 8:40 a.m. We're gonna head over to the our first session. Yeah. And uh, see Steve Greenfield, car dealership guy, do a little thing. And then it's uh, Kyle's going to be the judge. I'm going to go crush some, we'll crush some, some people stuff. on a stage. So Let's we'll go. get there. We'll, we'll give you updates. And we'll see you tomorrow.